and welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr. I am joined, as always, by Ray Harrington and, and Chuck Staten. I wanted to hold a thing like you, but I just grabbed a oh, marker, right. but I'm not drink doing it. anything with it. Drink it. <laughs> drink, drink that marker. <laughs> just your whole mouth. <laughs> it's like a black hole. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, this is a very fun episode, very special episode. Yes, yes. Uh, we have one of the panels that I was fortunate enough to moderate. I'm very, ele- uh, I'm, I'm over-enunciating right now. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let, me, let me bring it because back down a, to you. Do. Because Talk it's like a, a, very special. a vocal actor. Yes. Yes, you're, right? trying, to, you're trying to impress. Act. A voice actress, yes. whatever yes. you want to say. Yeah. Um, pipes. Tara Strong. Pipes. Tara Strong is, is an actor, uh, both live action and voice recording. Uh, has done voices for Powerpuff Girls and My Little Pony. A lot and... of sound effects, you said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, a lot of like, oh, she, creaky she, doors. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was not That was good. That was really good. That was really good. You can play Creaky Door in uh, the next Guillermo. G- ah, ah, I ruined it. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I, I was going to mess it up worse than I did. Yeah. Creaky right. Door, great band. Yeah. Guillermo. Creaky Door is awesome. Mm, have yeah. you seen Creaky Door live? Yes, no. I have. They're great. They they came around and they toured and it was uh, a, a plus 18 show and I was only 17 at the uh, time. I See, saw they them... do a lot of songs. They title the songs based on things surrounding the uh, the concept of a creaky door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's uh, Slam. That's yeah. a really good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's Jiggle the Knob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that song right. a lot. That's like a party banger. That's right? Well, that's why it was plus 18. Yeah. yeah. The Jiggle the Knob I tour. I did see yeah. I did see Creaky Door with Weathered Step. Yeah. Uh, they were good. Yeah. Um absolutely. And I liked it with I, I, Dilapidated Fence opened. Yep. They're not great. Uh they also did the reunion tour with Three Season Porch. And <laughs> <laughs> uh but I, I would have to say my favorite song that they do uh surrounding the idea of a creaky door mm-hmm. is just Tevin. Is that you? <laughs> That's my favorite one. You have to say it with the voice. Kevin? Yeah. Is that you? It's, I was I was impressed with their use of fonts to get across yeah. that as the title of their album. Stop playing around, you guys. <laughs> Kevin? But yeah, this is another panel that Brad moderated <laughs> yes. at uh, Everett Island Comic Con 2022. Yes, uh, it was, it was uh, a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, no more no more ado. Let's let's cut to the panel, and then we'll come back and we'll do more fun, bearable nonsense. Okay. Yeah, so check out right. Brad moderating. For Tara Strong, Kevin, Kevin, we, we have to get to the we have to get to the panel. Where are you? <laughs> it's Brad's big panel. It's his big day. <laughs> we have a nice supporter out there, the whole family. Yeah, fans. Tara Strong. Hey everybody, how you guys doing tonight? <laughs> are you having fun at Rhode Island Comic Con? I am here to present your moderator for this panel. You know him. You love him. We all grew up with this guy. Give him a kiss in the face. Brad Rohr from Fun Bearable. Please do not kiss my face. Rhode Island Comic Con, how is everyone doing? It is, it is the last panel of the con in this specific room, so we're gonna need you to keep your energy up through the entire panel. Can you do that? <laughs> Our guest has asked for a, uh, an introduction to be sung. 
which uh, I did not know, but uh, please put your hands together for Tara Strong. how would you like your intro? I said, sing it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't. I'm like, yep, something under five minutes. I don't, and I said, I you can tell minutes. them I forced you and I'm terrible, but I am not coming out there unless you sing my intro. So, <laughs> well done. Thank you. Well, well done. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, for folks that have questions, I'll, I'll ask a couple to get it started. But for folks that have questions, we're going to ask that you line up over here. I think that's correct. I'm looking to the volunteers for confirmation. And kind of stop at the door, and then uh, that way you're not blocking the cameras, and you'll come around and ask your questions. With that in mind, Ms. Tara Strong, how are you finding Rhode Island Comic Con? You know, I, I'm a little surprised, A, how busy it's been. Oh, Sorry, yeah. does this mic sound terrible? Is there something I can do to fix it? Is it ringing in your ears, you guys? No? Um, the people here are so, so nice. Yeah. So friendly, so polite, so like open with their hearts and just like kind and authentic. And we've had like a really, really wonderful, wonderful time here. That's great. Did you yeah. uh, did you get to did you get to meet anybody that you fangirled about? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should make Hot Boyfriend join the story. All right. Well, do you guys want Hot Boyfriend to tell some of the story? Yeah. Let's bring up Hot, hot Boyfriend. Hot Boyfriend. Hot Boyfriend. Hot Come on, have my friend. I think it's really worth it. It's a good story. Do you have an extra mic? I think so. Okay. okay. Right down there on the ground. There. Right on the ground. I'm not telling the story. Just tell part of it. Just participate. Just sit your butt down and be adorable. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, we got a little bit lost. We're not staying at this hotel. And um, we didn't know how to get out. And this really nice lady and her husband's like, oh, we'll show you. You want to film us? We're really adorable. And um, <laughs> this is her all the time. <laughs> so I said, we'll show you how to get there. No problem. I'm like, oh, that's so nice of them. And then she starts telling me that she had a beautiful day and she met so many wonderful people and she loves sharing her energy. And we were like riffing on that together. And I said, oh, what do people love you for? And she's like, I'm Belle. And immediately, Tara's eyes filled with as, much, as many tears as you can imagine. <laughs> and I'm just talking to her, and I said I was in The Mermaid too. She's like, oh, I love that movie. You were wonderful. I'm like, oh, she knows I'm on the planet. Like, Belle knows, Belle knows I'm on the planet. Tears and he's like, everywhere. are you okay? And then, I don't know, we walk with them for a little while, and we're just talking and getting to know each other and talking about her extraordinary career. And then we leave. <laughs> At this point, Tara's like makeup's all down her face. She's 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 gonna cry again. I'm I'm bawling, right? <laughs> and he's looking at me like, "Are you okay?" And he starts filming. We'll make a funny video later. This will be part of it. So everyone say hi. You're gonna be famous on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm like, "Do you understand? That's Belle. That is her. Like every time you're on a ride or you have like a talking book or a toy or a TV show or a movie, it's or her. Yellow gown. You or, said anything. No, you I said yellow, yellow gown. gown. That's her. That's Paige. That's Belle. And I'm like crying. <laughs> and then he's just filming and laughing at me. And then we walk closer to our hotel. And then I don't know. Ten minutes later, you start filming again because I'm crying. So she's crying, again, <laughs> telling the same story. To me, that who had just been there with her when it happened. <laughs> and then, I don't know how many videos we made. It was a lot. a lot. A lot. I just couldn't stop. And then I was singing, 
in the hallway <laughs> because I actually auditioned for the Beauty and the Beast stage show, the Broadway show in Toronto when I was like 21. I had five callbacks what'd at the time. What did they tell you when you Yeah, I had long brown hair and they're like, you look like you just walked out of the cartoon. And I thought that was my job. I really did. And I didn't get it. I was really, really sad. So I was singing for him the songs. <laughs> and then you can weigh in now. Now you can join the conversation because I guess I've been singing it too much according to Hot Boyfriend. Would you guys ever tell me to stop singing Beauty and the Beast? I want to know. <laughs> seemed, seemed, uh, seemed pretty definitive there. You're so pretty, though. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> Anywho, I've been singing. Should she sing it now? Should she sing it now? I think you got to sing it now. Sing it, sing oh, it. Oh, isn't this amazing? It's my favorite part because you'll see here's where she meets Prince Charming, but she won't discover that it's him till chapter three. <laughs> According to Hot Boyfriend, I've done that too many times since yesterday. Now, I, it's probably been around 12. Um, but my point is, since I just met Belle, and she's Belle, as in every time you go on a ride or get a book or read <laughs> or watch a movie or watch a TV show, that's her yellow dress, her. I think, like, for a couple days, I'm allowed to sing it as much as I want, yes or no. <laughs> so you need to decide right now, are you in or out of this relationship? <laughs> Making Rhode Island Comic Con history here. <laughs> I'm in. Yay! Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Good job. Anyway, I fangirled really bad, and I still, and I cried again today about it. It's terrible. This panel has gone off the rails immediately. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's bring up some audience questions. Uh, come on up to the microphone. Ask Tara Strong your question. Uh, only topics she has to avoid uh, are voice acting, in-person acting, or singing. Everything else is fair. <laughs> um, hello. Hi, you look so cute. <laughs> Thank you. What's, um, what's, your, what's your name? Lila. Hi, Lila. Um, so I wanted to ask, what was like your favorite um, moment when you were working on My Little Pony with like your co-stars backstage? Uh, well, we only did a few episodes together because they're all in Vancouver. So yeah. I flew up a few times, but mostly I worked on the show alone. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me my favorite moment with them, it was probably like all the moments I had with them because <laughs> there weren't that many and they're all so wonderful. And, you know, I've known Aww. Tabitha since I'm 13 years old and um, I think she was in Hello Kitty with me when I was 13. Like oh. I, I've yeah, and Canadians are just awesome, and I love them, and I love Vancouver. Yeah, and Vancouver is such a cool city, so that was really fun. Um, but on my own, I don't know. Lesson Zero was pretty fun to record. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Lila. Next question. Make your way on up. Perfect. Hi. What's your name? Hi, I'm very short. I'm Elaine, and Hi, my Elaine. question is, when you're acting, do you ever feel disconnected from the characters as a voice actor, since you're just using your voice and not your full body? First of all, not to beat you up, but I'm never just using my voice. Ever. Well, you know ever, I mean? don't make me go, Holly, I'm going to explain myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's why when people come over to me and say, oh, people say I should have, do voiceover. I'm like, oh, do you have any acting experience? No. Okay. It's not about uh, having a strange voice. Successful voice actors, so this goes to any hopefuls in the room, I'm sure there's a lot of you guys, hope to see in the studio one day, must be actors first. So you have to take a lot of acting classes and singing lessons, and then um, the difference between voiceover and on-camera is mainly that when you're doing an on-camera thing, you can see the action in front of you, and when you're doing a voiceover, you have to imagine it in your head. So there's voice, head, then stomach for breathing, of course, you're using your ear, like there's so many different elements to, that go into it, and when I'm acting, I'm never just like sitting still like that. Whenever you watch like a behind the scenes, I'm sure you guys have seen behind the scenes, right? Am I talking too fast? I'm talking really fast. Um, <laughs> you see the actors moving around as much as they can within the parameters of the mic and just really, really visualizing every moment in my mind. So that's how that works, FYI. Um, not mad at you, you're still my sister. Don't worry, we'll go kick Bat Brain's booty later. Um, is there one that I didn't feel connected to? Uh, I'd say like, first of all, all of my characters um, which I don't know how I'm so lucky, but all of the ones that are like so important and like I don't know how I'm Batgirl and Harley and Raven and have played Ivy and Ray and like Bubbles and Twilight and Timmy and all these things that like you guys are so sweet coming to me and saying how much they meant to you. Like I feel so lucky that I could help be a part of that. It's like really amazing. Um, I'm connected to all of those characters because they're very, very big, big part of me. Like we're like one symbiotic crazy person. Um, so I'd say I'd probably be least connected to something that was like, there's, oh, they need an extra character, like a little boy here or a little girl or, you know what I'm saying? Like in, when you're doing a show, the other reason it's good to be an actor is because they can hire up to three, um, one actor to do three different character voices. So we're all really versatile. So they'll always be like, just can you do this extra character? So it's like, if it's a character I did maybe one time, I'm not very connected to that. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're welcome. Good question. Thank you. <laughs> Next person to the microphone. Boy, long lag time between the side and the microphone. I'll just talk really slowly. That's what? when you start singing again. Oh, boy. Oh, what's, again. What's, what's your name? My name's AJ. Hi, AJ. Um, okay, I actually have a lot of questions for you, but I'll limit it to just one. Thank okay, you. you can come see at my table later and ask as many as Hot Boyfriend will let you. Really? Um, okay. Have you ever considered singing a cover of Into the Unknown from Frozen 2? I have to say that's something I've never, ever considered. Well... Should I? You totally should, in, in your raven voice, <laughs> because... Honey, write down. We're going to get the rights to Frozen. Yeah. And I'm going to record. I mean, it's a great idea. I wish I could give you that. I wish I could. Yeah. Personally, I think that uh, Raven is a very similar character to Elsa. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I'm on board. Uh, when are we going to have the Tara Strong cover album? Tara Strong, like Tara Strong covering Tara Strong? Yes. Like the Terraverse? Yes. Like yes, yes, into the <laughs> Me doing a bunch of different songs, like in each a different character? Yes. That's I a great idea, honey. That. Write that down, put it in notes. Do you um, have a YouTube channel? <laughs> AJ, you know what I kind of want to do for you? Because we have to get to other people, but I think it's really important. Yeah. I want like this whole room and me to give you an Azeroth Metrion Synthos to give you some extra magic to take home so all your ideas and dreams come true. What do you think? Uh, yes. Th okay. Thank you so okay. much. Okay, we're going to film it. You guys ready? No, stay there, AJ. This is for you. Yeah, babe. Stay right there. Don't move. Are you guys ready? 
Azeroth, Metreon, Zinthos. That's for you, AJ. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you, AJ. <laughs> Next person, come on up. Come Sing on a song. to the microphone. The microphone is in the room. That doesn't run. That doesn't run. No, nope, that to. was terrible. Thank you. One more bad song and I'm off this stage. No oh pressure. Boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, what's your name? Hi, my name is Matthew. Mm -hmm. um, my question is, when you were cast as Harley Quinn, did you receive any tips from Arlene on how to like bring the character to life? I didn't uh, receive any tips from her, but all my inspiration was from her. You know, the character was created for her. No one will ever do it as good as her. And I just wanted to honor what she created while giving the producers what they wanted for the next step in her evolution. So just, I didn't get any tips from her, but everything I do is inspired by her. And I see her face every time I voice her. She's, she's a goddess. Thank you. Good question. Mm -hmm. No, there's too much microphone, microphone. Oh, somebody's already there. Sorry, I was, I was going to hit the high note, and uh, he was already there. So otherwise, I would have nailed it. Mariah Carey, hi, <laughs> okay. G. I'll just settle with my nickname. My, name, my nickname is Checkers, and I would hey, like Checkers. to know, um, how was your, your, the feeling that you did? I'm sorry for being tongue-tied, but no, how is the feeling of when the Rocky and Bullwinkle reboot came out, mm. how did you feel and how did you, um, your thought process in portraying Rocky after the late, great June Foray died, how, how did it feel for passing the torch? <laughs> it felt really, really good. She, of course, was a trailblazer and so beautiful and talented and awesome. And it hadn't really been done since her passing. So to get to do that was a really big honor. And I think it's one of those shows that, people didn't watch but should have. Did you guys see it? Did anyone here see it? I, I right. tried to. It's a really, really good show. The music is great. We have amazing guest stars. Uh, uh, Weird Al's on it. And um, the music's amazing. The art's really amazing. The jokes are amazing. And everyone sounds exactly like the original. It's really, really well done. And I, Guys, I think you should all watch it. Hokey Smokes. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. I, I'm very fond of season two. Thank you. You're welcome. Very good. Very good. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna freestyle rap, but oh, but you already, missed your already, opportunity. Already You're gonna lose a point for missed opportunity. Uh, You've got five. That's four. Uh, three to go. Don't mess up. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so, what was your favorite character to voice, and what are your favorite lines from them? From all the characters. My f oh, for all the characters. You want me to give you my favorite line from all the characters? <laughs> yes. Do you guys have hotels? Yes. You're going to be here like a little while. Um, my favorite vo voice that I ever did was the mermaid, the little mermaid too, Melody. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Because you heard my story about Belle, right? That's what I was like with Jody Benson too. And um, like... I used to impersonate her all the time. I had her poster on my wall, and when I met her and got to sing with her, I burst into tears, and I could have died the next day, and I cried about that, too. And you know what? No one's going to tell me to ever stop singing The Little Mermaid 2, ever, because they get in a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> and so that was my favorite job I ever did. And probably I loved the song for a moment. Um, does anyone want to sing it with me? <clears throat> oh, you guys do? Okay, you want to sing it with me, stand up. Stand up if you want to sing it. Oh, 
All right, we'll just sing it, me and you. For a moment, all of me is alive and at home in the sea. I'm swirling and twirling so graceful and grand, not stubbing my toes, getting stuck in the sand. For a moment, I can feel all the dreams I've been dreaming are real. Wish my mother could hear it, the sea is my song. For a moment, just a moment, I belong. There you go. Wow. <laughs> That's great. That's it. Thank you so much. Great question. Go. The next person to the microphone is a Ghostbuster. I don't know if he's licensed to carry that trap. You know, I like, I like where you're going, so I'm going to let you hold on to your four. I like where you're Thank going. Thank you. I'm not going to make it through the rest of this. <laughs> Everyone else get in line. <laughs> First, it's great to see you again. I got to see you with Kevin Conroy and John DiMaggio a couple years ago, actually. Nice. It's nice to see you again. Uh, I'm Brian again. Hi, Brian again. <laughs> so, throughout my life, I knew you as three people. Butters, Kylie from Ghostbusters, well, actually for Raven, and Timmy Turner. So, okay, I heard that. <laughs> so, how different is it changing for your voice from going from female characters to playing a young male character? Well, obviously, vocally, it's very different, right? Because when Bubbles talks, she's up here, and Timmy Turner is a little bit lower and raspier, and Ben Ten's even lower than that. Terrence is even lower than that. <sighs> Thank you. Um, so, like, <laughs> so vocally, they're very different, but actually, acting-wise, they're kind of the same, because I'm still imagining them in my mind, and I'm still imagining that their words are coming out of my mouth. I know how they laugh, cry, talk, say anything because I sort of become those characters. So when I take on the role of a 10-year-old boy, I, I, think like, I think like that. So it's like, it's not such a big difference in terms of how I do the acting portion. And then all of that's dictated by the script, what's happening around me, the feel of the show. All those are elements that go into what creates that character for that moment. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good question, Brian. As we come to the stage, let's remember that Tuesday is election day. We should all vote. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> my name is Los. I'm from Connecticut. Um, my question was, if you could have a crossover between two characters that you voice, which shows would you do? Ooh. <laughs> uh, you want to play a fun game? Yes, of Ask course. Ask the crowd to yell their favorite crossover idea. Um, all right. Crowd. Um, on the count of three, you're going to yell your favorite crossover idea. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking very slowly here <laughs> to give you a chance to think of it. Okay. One, two, three. Well, it's something with Twilight Sparkle Twilight has Sparkle to happen. Timmy yeah. Turner, they said? Timmy Turner, Twilight Sparkle? Is that what you said? Can I pitch an idea? Yeah, go ahead. Like a Smash Brothers style game. Uh huh. But it's all your characters. I'd buy it. You want you <laughs> take my money. Uh, you want like a multiverse game, like a terraverse game. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just you just want to kill all things me, right? No, 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 no. This is not a bad idea, honey. Notes. Um, this is not a bad idea. I wish I could do that. Like, I wish I had the rights to just do that. Yeah, just do it. Should I just do it? <laughs> just do it. <laughs> What's Disney gonna do? <laughs> Warner Brothers. What are they gonna do? Um, <laughs> uh, well. Raven and Twilight might be fun. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Bubbles and Twilight would be fun. Tim, everyone would be fun. They'd all be fun. Yeah. What's your idea? What's your favorite idea? I don't know. I'll just, you don't know? I love you and all you. You ask me and you don't know? Yeah, I don't know. 
but thank you so much for Although that. Miss Minutes. Mm, should be good. And Twilight. Yes. <laughs> Finally bringing the Ponyverse into the Marvel Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Time Variance Authority. I'm Miss Minutes. Hi, I'm Twilight. <laughs> Please stay on your sacred timeline. I don't know what that is. My friends are missing. Something about being pruned? We got it. The script writes itself. Thank you. Hi, what's your name and what's your question? My name is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. I, hi, I've been following Tara's career since I was like six years old, and she's one of the main inspirations why I want to voice act. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's got to be good to hear. Yes. I'm also kind of sad that I'm not wearing yesterday's cosplay because I was Mac from Foster's and you were my older brother. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, but you look adorable today. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so we all know Twilight, Sparkle, Bubbles, Timmy, all your popular characters, but who was your favorite, like, lesser-known characters to voice? Like, the ones that a lot of people, like, don't know about or they're surprised to hear that you voiced. Um, someone brought me yesterday something from Mina and the Count, which I liked. That was a really cute little show. Um, I wish that um, um, Symbionic Titan kept going because I loved that show, and Ilana was, like, a really fun character to play. Um, Kilgore was a funny character to play. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's it, because everything else I do is super famous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about you? Do you have a favorite? I think it was Spot and Two-Tone on 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, Spot was pretty special. Spot was like the thing that kept me in LA when I first moved from Toronto. I was pretty broke and people didn't really know who I was and I thought I was going to have to go home and then I booked 101 Dalmatians and it was 100 guaranteed episodes, which by the way, never ever happens. It's like maybe 12, 13, sometimes six. We did Napoleon Dynamite. It was only six episodes. Yeah. So yeah, I know that would have been good to keep going too. But anyway, I had this idea right before the audition like right before, so this is a good voice actor tip. If you have like an inspiration, just try it. Cause she was a chicken that thought she was a dog. Yeah. So I thought, it, and they yeah, said she was super hyper and crazy. So I thought, oh, that'd be funny if every time there was a B or a P, she'd get stuck on it and starts clucking. And like, I didn't know if that sounded crazy or brilliant. <laughs> so I called my mom in Toronto. I'm like, this is a good idea. And she's like, yes, do that. And I got in, I'm like, you know, I can put up with the grilling jokes, the second bake references, even you asking me why every time I cross the road. And they were like, what just happened? And I booked it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, thank That's you so question. much. You're welcome. Thank you. Hi, what's your Hi. name? I'm Brandy. Hi, Brandy. Hey, Brandy. Um, if you could have an opportunity to play any of your characters live action rather than voice acting, would you do it? And who would you want to play the most? You guys want to guess? <laughs> Come on, Harley would be so much fun to play. Uh, they should make like mom Harley Quinn and let me do that. <laughs> I could be a scary mom. You wouldn't want me as your mom, would you? Well, no, I mean, you'd be a pretty cool mom. I'd be a pretty cool mom. I'm a pretty cool mom, that's true. But maybe as Harley, not so cool. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Thanks. Good question. Come on up to the microphone. Let's uh, keep this. No, nope, don't try rapping. No, That's it, three for it. you no, or four. Yeah, no, mm. deservedly lost a point there. <laughs> Hi, Tara. Hi. Um, 
My name's Sam. Hi, Sam. Um, I want to ask a question. What is one of the most emotional in recent time of a fan that you got with? Mm. Uh, most recent emotional time. Well, it happens a lot. Like, people are people cry a lot. It's really, like, very sweet, like how I cried when I met Belle. By the way, don't you think I should be able to sing that song as much as I want? <laughs> I think you can do it. <laughs> I think I was the most emotional fan <laughs> in recent history. Um, I think it's probably still, um, so forgive me if you've heard this story, but this girl that was dressed as Raven and her mom was like really crying and like crying more than people cry when they meet me cry. So I went over to see if she was okay and she said that her daughter was severely autistic and hadn't spoken in five years and when she heard I was coming to town, she didn't shut up. And she was talking a lot. She was talking a lot. And I was so happy and just yeah. hugged her, and it was very special. So that's still probably the most, mo most emotional of recent moments. Thank you. You're welcome. Good question. I was, I was, honestly, I was going to pretend like I needed a drink of water so I didn't have to Nice try. Anything. Three. Ah. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Um, I wanted to know, how were you first presented with the opportunity of voice acting like versus camera work? How did you... Uh, first discover it as a career option? Um, I, so I grew up in Toronto and I got an agent when I was 13 and I had my first on-camera auditions as well as my first voiceover auditions. Not really knowing that that was actually even a career. I was 13 and I just went out for whatever my agent sent me out for. And actually the first job I did was like a guest spot on Sylvanian Families. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. It was like a million years ago. Um, but that was like my first sort of entry into the world and then Hello Kitty, of course, um, sort of was like, that's what started everything when I was 13. But I still didn't know that was going to be my primary. And I still do on camera today. And in Toronto, I certainly did more all at the same time. But it's so wonderful that that's something I could do. Because not every on-camera person does voiceover. And look how wonderful it is. I get to meet all these beautiful people that love us all the time. It's really wonderful. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. That's a great question. Let's step up to the microphone. That's all I got. I don't have a second bar to that. Two. Oh, boy. I, <laughs> I'm going to die on stage. If, if I leave the stage, it's his fault. Harley Quinn so if you is wanna... going to bash me with yeah. a hammer. Okay. No, I'm going to let them do it. All right. <laughs> Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Cece. Um, um, I know, as you know, you've played many characters, and there's been a lot of like reboots and like revisions of the characters that you've played. Like, like with Twilight Sparkle, there's been like the human version of that, and like um, the kids version and all that. What is your least favorite variations of one of the characters or TV shows that you have been in? When they recast me, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Isn't that dumb when they do that? So dumb. That's my least favorite. Okay. When they don't use me to voice something that. I already got to do. It's so terrible. I hate that. Right. Any actor that says they don't hate that is lying. <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm Marius, and uh, my question would be, uh, I'm someone who's uh, like a very super amateur voice actor who's voicing an established character for a fan project. And so when you get like an established character, like I think Raven would be the best example of this. When you get like uh, assigned to an already established character, what's the best way to like get into character and really find your voice for a character that already has like such a huge history like Raven? Well, I guess if you had to do an impression, is that what you're asking? 
Yeah. Yeah. If you have to do an impression, like everybody has a different um, method. So I don't know that my method will work for you, but I will listen to something and watch something over and over. It happens a lot that I have to do an impression of someone else who's no longer living or doesn't want to do the project or whatever reason I'll have to like imitate that celebrity and I'll just watch them over and over and over until I get it. And if I don't get it, I might not audition because I don't like look bad because I can't do something really, really well when someone else can hit it perfectly and they should deserve to have that job. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. So I just like, once I get the voice in my head I, from learning it over and over and I will like watch something for days if I have to and listen to it and record myself. Sometimes in an audition studio, I'll play the original and mine back to back to make sure it's exactly right or as close as I can get it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Perfect. Tara Strong is really great. Only because it was complimentary. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Tara. Hi. Um, I'm Juliet, and my question is, when you joined Batman the Animated Series when you did, did you feel any pressure when you got the role considering how big a deal the show was when it came out? Heck yes! <laughs> my gosh, I'm like, I book Batgirl? Are you kidding me? My agent called me, he's like, oh my God, you're her, you're the bat, you're the bat that's a girl, you're Batgirl. And I was like, oh my God, like freaking out. It was such a big deal. Like, I used to collect Batgirl stuff when I was a kid. Like, it was so exciting. And then, you know, recording the show with Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, like, are you kidding? It was ridiculous. I can't even believe that was my life. Was it true that, I'm sorry for this, but this is like a second question technically. It's okay. Uh, was it true that all of you were recording in the same room at the same time? True story. Oh my God. <laughs> it's pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like y'all wish you were there. Just letting you know. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. You're welcome. Nice. Not sure if you answered this question already because I ran late to the panel, but is there a VA or actor that you'd love to work with that you just haven't yet? Hmm. Love to work with that I haven't yet. Or maybe that you'd like to work with again that you haven't yeah. worked with uh, in a while. Let me yeah. think about that. We haven't yet. I don't think so. I don't think there's a voice actor that I'm like, oh, I really want to work with him or her. I don't think so. Just some, some like, I haven't really thought about that, because, no. I don't know, I've met so many amazing people. Like, you know, legacy huge voice actors, A-list actors. If they're good at what they do and they're kind, it's, like, such an awesome experience. Um, there's no one I'm like, oh, I really want to work with. No, I already worked with all the big voice actors. <laughs> I'm, like, the biggest, you know? Uh, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I get to work with myself. I get to work with myself. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't really, I can't think of one. Who do you think I should work with that I haven't worked with? I don't know your entire discography, but I mean, one of my favorite VAs is Dee Bradley Baker. Oh yeah, I worked with him a million times. <laughs> he's so good. He's one of those guys like the people don't even know how good he is. He's like wired weird. Like he has, he can do two different sounds from the same vocal cords. Can anyone else do that? It's really weird. Like he can talk two different complete sounds. Like he can harmonize with himself while he's talking. I, I can barely make one. <laughs> and he also does like really great um, alien noises and animals. I, I consider myself quite a good auditioner and I had to do an audition with him and they asked us, it was like a group audition, just the two of us, and they asked us to do like these alien noises at the end and he was so awesome at it that I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get this. Like if, that, if that's what you're looking for, he's like next level genius at alien noises. Yeah, I went 
to uh, Star Wars Celebration, and I didn't realize how talented he was until I saw like the Bad Batch panel. Yeah. And he just won right after the other. Yeah, no, he's genius. Yeah. That was crazy. Mm -hmm. All right, well, thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. Hi. Hi. I'm Joshua Edward Hodges. Um, I don't remember my original question because that song threw me off. Aww, <laughs> thanks for singing with me. Well, can we finish the song? Because Jody Benson sings the lead vocal on the bridge, but those are the only lyrics that I can actually remember. Okay. Can we take it? We, we definitely want this, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, go All ahead. Right, so... So we're just going to take it from the bridge and then finish it from there, right? Okay, go ahead. If only for one moment I had shared with you all I know, the sea wouldn't be a mystery. Oh, why did you have to go? Everything's newer and brighter and bluer and truer to life than before. Watch me soar for a moment. I can shine. Got a grin and a fin that works fine. My fingers are wrinkly and I really don't care if all of my curls have curled out of my hair. For a moment, life is cool. I can feel all the dreams I've been dreaming are real. Wish my mother could hear it. The sea is my song for a moment. Just a moment I belong. I'll find you, my darling. And the moment that I do, I'll hold you close, my melody. Sing the song of the sea with you. For a moment, just a moment, the song of I the belong. Sea What a, what a genuinely beautiful moment that Disney will sue us for. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank was you. Great. My ex is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I'm not going to try and sing uh, any more of my little dumb intros here because I, I, can't, I can't compete. Hi there. What's your name? My name's Austin. And Austin. can I just say when I sent my mom the picture of me with Tara because I was like freaking out, uh, she said, who's the Ken doll next to her? <laughs> Uh, boyfriend. Hi, boyfriend. Yeah. Did you tell her she was taken? He was taken? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Let me go a Harley on your mom. Yeah. So, um, my question is, um, out of the Harleys you played, what's your favorite one? And did you have to do, like, different methods for her for, like, each, like, different version you played? That's a good question, because Harley really lives in many different universes. And so, like I said before, as the actor, you have to really know what's happening in the world around you and pay attention to the writing and the story so that you can cater the voice to whatever the atmosphere is. So, like, for DC Superhero Girls, it's really fun and light, and it's before any of them got destroyed by dumb guys, and, <laughs> you know, they're still full of life and energy and fun, and it's cute. Um, and then there are much darker versions. <laughs> yeah, and actually, it's funny. I I had never heard all of the gameplay stuff in Injustice, and Hot Boyfriend just started playing it. And so it's the first time I heard like the story stuff, and I was like, "This is really cool." I like text Laura Bailey, like, "Girl, your Supergirl is so dope." And it's like, "What? Well, I don't know. It's been out for 15 years already." Like, Tara, she's like, "Now you're complimenting me, Tara Strong. Thanks a lot." Um, 
Uh, but I really loved doing Arkham City, Arkham Knight. I love those games. Yeah, and um, I loved uh, the last um, Suicide Squad job. And, like, it's just really, really fun to do, like, the darker, crazy stuff with her. Probably my favorite moment was when the Joker died. Like, it was just so emotional and real. Like, I, I was wrecked. I was, like, crying during that scene. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Question, Austin. Thank you. Next up to the microphone. Hi. Uh, hi. What's your name? My name is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Um, so I know that you've told us you had moments with voice actors. You're like, oh my God, is this voice actor? Have you ever worked with any voice actors who have had that reaction to working with you? And did you know about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of times when someone's like newer, they're like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting to meet you. Um, one of the first was Eric Bauza. He came in to do Foop oh. on Fairly Odd Parents. And he was really funny, and he's Canadian and adorable. And I'm like, I go, you're going to be a big star. And he's like, oh, my God, Tara Strong. <laughs> he's like, thank you so much for saying that. I'm like, no, I never say that. I don't say that unless I think it's true. You're going to be a big star. He's like, Tara Strong, I was, like, so nervous to meet you and work with you, and you're so nice, and oh, my God. And he, like, really flipped out. And I was right, of course. He's, you know, Bugs Bunny and crap. Yeah, I mean, um, who's, who, again, <laughs> who's going to tell Tara Strong that she is, uh, wrong. I like to keep singing. Or <laughs> right. Like, you guys wouldn't tell me to stop singing something, right? <laughs> I'm so glad he's sitting in the corner where he belongs. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't think anyone's that I've worked with, I don't think anyone's fangirled as hard as I did when I met Jody or Belle. But maybe there's, <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe I'm a crazy person. I don't know. I'm not crazy, right? Thank you. I'm with my people. Thank you. Good question. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Looks like we have a couple more. Hello. What's your name? Um, my name is Ace. Hey, Ace. Um, my question is, are there any voice acting roles that you really wanted but didn't get? Yes. Happens sometimes. Um, <laughs> I would have loved to get The Simpsons, although I didn't audition for it, because that's a good gig, right? Yeah. Those guys are making bank. Um, <laughs> that would have been fun. Uh, I didn't get The Muppet Babies, and I really wanted that, because I was such a big fan when I was a kid. I wanted to be Baby Miss Piggy. Like, I still had the little car, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The little Muppet Baby. It's fine. Uh, what else did I really want that I didn't get? Yeah, I think you got everything else that you wanted. Yeah, I got everything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I really wanted Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Do you guys know that I met Belle last night? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, guess what? Last night, <laughs> I met Belle. Like, when you read the books and go on the rides and play with the toys and watch the movies and the TV show, that's her. Yellow dress, that's her. That's Belle. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Looks like this is our, our last person in line. If anyone has any more pressing questions, we do have a couple more minutes. Uh, but do you guys we... want to talk about Belle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi there, hi. what's your name? Hi, I'm Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Uh, sort of related to that question, but is, is there anything like in the future that you really want to, that you haven't gotten the chance to act for or that you're looking forward to being able to try out for? Uh, well, you know, I've never done a Broadway show. You'd like to go do that. That would be fun. I don't know what I'd do right now. I did want to do Evan Hansen. I'd be good as a mom on that. Yeah, but so. it closed. Yeah. So I don't know. 
I would like to. That'd be fun. Thank you. Would you guys come see me if I got a show? Yeah. <laughs> would you guys, like, if we wanted to hang out and rehearse the music, would you let me sing it over and over and over and over <laughs> with you? Yeah, he's checking. You can come on up. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Speak off the microphone. Tara Strong is a person. Great. Oh, so you guys, she doesn't like her um, self on mic. Do you want me to tell you what she said? So she said, is that okay that I tell them? <clears throat> so she just said that four years ago when she met me, that she was having a really bad day and someone was really mean to her in the morning and it ruined her morning and it really set her off and she was feeling really depressed and she was like, should I go see Tara Strong or should I not go see Tara Strong? And she's in my line and she saw a girl dressed as Harley Quinn like, go see her, she's really nice. And so she did and she said that I was really nice to her and said, hi cutie, and asked her name and made her feel really special. So she came back this year to tell me thank you for that moment because it meant a lot to her. So I'm going to give her a hug and everyone's going to clap for her and thank you for sharing your story because you're a sweetheart. Oh, I love that story. Thank you. Thank we'll you. Thank try you and get in like two more questions, I yes. guess. Uh, I love that watch because of Raven. Watch. Thanks, cutie. Love you too. All right. Two more, two more questions. Two more questions. And then we have to get Tara off to a photo op. Hi there. Hi. My name is Claire, and hey. I wanted to ask you, what was your favorite Harley Quinn that you did? Favorite Harley Quinn. A lot of choices. I really love um, the last stuff that I did, and I can't tell you what it is. Uh huh. It's a teaser. Sorry. What's your favorite? Um, the DC superhero girls, Harley Quinn. Yeah, she's pretty fun. At first, Lauren Faust wasn't sure I was gonna do it because she wanted Batgirl really high pitch, and she didn't think you know I could go higher than that, and I can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. 
last question of the Terra Strong Pound. And uh, I'll just say uh, Terra Strong Photo Ops will be after this, and then also you'll be at your table a little bit. Stop by and say hello to Tara, and maybe offer your opinion about her continued singing to <laughs> Hot Boyfriend. Final question. <laughs> Thank you. If you have anything to say to Hot Boyfriend when you come to my table, don't be shy. <laughs> yes, what do you got? What's your name? So the question is, do I like Teen Titans Go? Yes, I love Teen Titans Go. And I also love OG, and yes, I want season six. And I don't see why we don't do them at the same time, because they're two different shows. And the OG is its own series that deserves to have a next chapter. And Go is just really fun when you want to be silly with your friends. And I'm just really happy they didn't recast us. Right? Yeah. Right. I have to go to my photo op, so I want to say if you have any other questions, don't be shy, come to our table. But before I go, I just want to get this on video so that I can show it to Hot Boyfriend in case he forgets what your answer is later. So I'm just trying to check since I just met Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> wait a second. I'm going to start filming this way. Um, since I just met Belle, if I want to, right, if I want to sing the song from Beauty and the Beast 800 more times in the next few days, I'm allowed, right? Yeah! Enthusiastic ascent. Uh, friends. You guys are my new best friends. Put those paws together for Tara Strong. That was our panel. Wow. That was our panel. Tara Strong and I, new best pals. I think it's wonderful. I think it was, uh, it was interesting. And I think it's nice that we have an episode of the podcast now with physical proof. That Brad had an extended conversation with a woman she, alone. She hated it. She was not. <laughs> no, She's like I'm never doing another one of these. So again. sweet. She and was super so nice. nice. And uh, you know, like before we started, I, I walked back there, and, and she was back there, and I was like, oh, like I told my brother I was going to do this panel with Tara Strong, and he he knew her from the movie National Lampoon's Senior Trip, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, we just watched that last week. And I, I didn't expect her to have seen it recently. And, and so yeah, it, was, yeah. it was nice to have that, like, positive energy to kick things off. And then, you know, you saw on stage we're joking around and uh, laughing and jaffing and heffing and jeffing. Is that what we say? Yeah, heffing and jeffing. Yeah. Um, well, that's when Jeff is there. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, no, she, she was super nice. I and mean, I only, Hefner. Yeah. I only talked to her a little bit beforehand because, right. like, you know, when Brad and I do these cons and stuff... We'll, we're kind of a package deal mm-hmm. in terms of like we both go, but then a lot of times Brad will do one and I'll do one and we'll do yeah. it separately. But it's uh, not just at the cons. No, no, no. We're a package. You're a package deal. deal. We're a package like, deal. Yeah, like bar after, none. You like know we recorded mean? a podcast That's, yesterday, yeah. and then Brad and I went to Stop and Shop, got broccoli, and went to my parents' house to have dinner. That's correct. Just the broccoli. Yeah, some roast beef sandwiches. Some broccoli and roast beef sandwiches, and then you went and had dinner. Yep. At uh, at the con, <laughs> what are you, the little rascals? What the hell is Alabama. going on? We are kind of like the, the you know what? Yeah. We're like the grown up rascals. <laughs> oh, what a sad movie! Yes. What a sad movie! Who? The the women haters club. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's just that's married that's with just children. Online now, yeah. I guess, right? I was gonna yeah. say it's married with children. I was yeah. no, ma'am. Was was that no? Tara Strong. Uh, voice of Miss Minutes in uh, in Loki, Loki yeah. and uh, and other projects. Oh, right, yes, she was so. she was she was awesome. She was super nice and like so funny and mm. so I just I, I you know it's tough to be around people that are 
so talented in ways that I am lacking. Mm. Um, where I'm like, you know, I'm funny from I I can't do a voice. I can't sing. You can can't do, do a do voice. The, you don't try to do exactly. A voice. Yeah, you, you, that's because when I try to do a voice, you Mike did a good Tyson voice. Tyson comes out as Woody Allen. You did a voice yesterday that was good. I can't mm. remember what it was, but you did a quick it. voice, and I was surprised. But it was oh, really good. Oh, it's it's when you saw that. Um, that person that was a uh, you know a different type of person than you at the grocery store, and then you did the voice quietly. He did a, he, he did a walk. Chuck thought it was hilarious. He did a, yeah, yeah. It was weird. He did a walk too, and he wore his hat backwards. <laughs> oh wait, we're starting to narrow down who who this might be. I don't uh, like this. Let's get out of it. I, I just I just want I just want <laughs> to to finish talking about Tara Strong here yes, again. Yeah, she sang with uh with and, and the idea of of saying like oh I'm gonna do this with no accompaniment. And no, and and also like so gratifying to know that she also has reactions to uh, other other people who are other celebs at the con, and you know, yeah, uh, they they were talking backstage about like, oh, she cried when she met the voice of Belle, and yeah. and then it was like, should I bring it up on stage? Should I not bring it up on stage? And and her her boyfriend, hot boyfriend, as you heard, uh, was like, by the way, guess who gave him that nickname? <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. Sure. Yeah. Super accurate. She was like, hey, Brad, this is my boyfriend. He went, hot boyfriend. <laughs> he's also like, you know, I, I follow both of them on social media, and he's like the coolest dude. Oh, where yeah. He's like yeah. riding motorcycles and getting footage with drones. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, here's my cat. Oh, she knocked over my oatmeal. <laughs> Do it with a drone shot. Yeah. Right? Knocked over my oatmeal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the you know, it just it was it was such a positive experience. Yeah. And I, I'm so glad that uh, that I got to chat with both of them as as human beings and then also as, you know, with her as an entertainer. So it was good stuff. I was glad that, you know, for our package dealness that Chuck was kind of going around keeping an eye on cameras because I'm like, all right, if if I'm up here with a woman having an extended conversation. 99% of Chuck's focus is how can I embarrass Brad in this situation? Mm. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, we yeah. Didn't, I didn't yeah. tell Ray about this. So I was every asked, situation. I yeah. was asked to uh, to intro Brad for some of the things. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> remember this? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> and so I was like, I got to intro Brad. I'm like, I could just say, like, ladies and gentlemen, you know, from Fun Bearable, you know, yeah. all the improv, whatever. But you're sitting back there naturally going, like, how can I make this a little bit more about me? No, no, no. No, he's, uh, it was how, how can I make this awful for brad which I, is I, about him yes. i i one of the things i came up with saying was listen everybody your next moderator his name is brad roar this whole thing's going to be a lot more comfortable if you don't google his name before the panel started <laughs> that's isn't, funny. isn't yeah. that funny yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it was funny. like it was stuff like that yeah. and i kept teasing yeah. brad like i was going to do it but yeah. of course i didn't really do it yeah. no it was it was you know he's he's one of the co-hosts of fun bearable with me chuck staten look for applause mm-hmm. hear uh, it and, uh, and then, then it's like, settle down, settle down. Yes. <laughs> Turn off the applause. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. No. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was, basically, I was like, keep Chuck away from the question microphone because it's yeah. going to be a question that embarrasses me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, fortunately, Chuck was on camera duty and was not able to do yeah. that. Um, and it's weird because I'm like, would Chuck actually do that? And I don't think he would unless Ray was in the audience. Unless unless Chuck had an audience of someone he knew. Ray likes yeah. to see me having fun. But <laughs> you can't even agree with that. You can't even agree with like I yeah. want Chuck to be a happy person. You no, can't no, even no. agree with I that. I like the idea of you enjoying yourself, but the right. phrase of like 
I like to see you have fun. <laughs> yeah. To me, implies a sense of performance there. Yes. And I feel like that's you having fun, but constantly going, like, <laughs> yeah. looking, over, looking over. Do you yeah. see me having fun? Yeah, like if we were at the beach and I was building sandcastles. Like, I want, yeah. I want to make sure you see them. That's fair. I don't think you're allowed on that on that beach anymore. Yeah, I mean, I would. I do a lot of stuff to Brad, like behind the scenes. Yeah, I'll really torment you with what I could say. Right, right. That would mortify you. Yeah. Um. Really put him in a good headspace to to do something that he needs to do. But then, if I'm actually doing it, it would be like me. Very. Yeah. You know, it would be like no, no. I'm gonna say if I actually went to the microphone and came up one, it would be a fun PG. This works in this situation. Yeah. He knows I can read the room. Right. Um, but that's fair. Uh, that is fair. Yeah, I would never. I would never actually humiliate him. I got I, without well, his mm, consent. I got mm, or your your mm, your implied consent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, see, he likes it. I I have to be honest with you. Uh, when it comes to Tara Strong, uh, there's a few things that I'm familiar with that she has done. My yes. Little Pony. Uh, no, it oh. was uh, voicing Harley Quinn. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Joker's gal who becomes not Joker's gal, and she's just her own person. Yep. Yes. Good for her. Yep. Right. Uh, and uh, also uh, Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another yeah. Batman uh, uh, personality. That's yes. cool. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know Powerpuff Girls. Okay. And I don't know My Little Pony. Right. Um. Powerpuff Girls, I was too old to watch, I think, when that came out. Mm. That's what they say. Yeah. I feel, Is it? I, f- I feel like, uh, you know, that was a, a show that, that had levels and that, sure. you know, it didn't register with me. As recently, you told me, I think, I don't know if it was you told me about Bluey. The, the cartoon for children that yeah. is like really well written. Sure. I think Powerpuff Girls fits into that. Yeah, much like uh, Fairly Odd Parents and stuff like that. I don't know. Bluey made my wife cry. Yeah, yeah. Powerpuff Power Girls, Girls did not make that. me cry, but yeah. I like that was a thing. You know, it was on Cartoon Network or sure, whatever. yeah. And uh, I was in college, and so my TV was just on. Was was yeah. uh, was Tara Strong Harley Quinn in the Arkham Asylum games? I think so. I think she was. Yeah. Isn't oh, that interesting? Nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. It's and, funny. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, but what about My Little Pony? I don't know anything about it. I, I think. I, I'm, I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I have think a, the yeah. new ones though. Just from seeing like memes, it looks like a newer style of animation that's more towards comedy than like children's stuff. Because when I think about mm-hmm. My Little Pony when I was a kid, and it seemed like it was for like five year olds, and the new stuff that I see seems like it's animated almost like the new Ducktales, mm. where it's a little bit like it should work for more. Well, there's also you know famously the, the Bronies, the Bronies, yeah. Right? I don't really know about the Brone. One time, one time, Brad and I went to a furry convention to sell some tickets. Nope, 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 nope. That is not exactly right. what, just, what there. just happened. I was what I went the there and Brad happened? was there and I didn't realize he was no, going to be there. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's worse. See, this is what I'm. You right. didn't. He didn't recognize him until he took the head off. Here is what happened. It was the lower half that Chuck, I recognized oh, yeah. him. <laughs> Chuck Chuck was selling tickets for uh, for a concert that his band was putting on. Yeah, yeah. and uh, somebody said, "Meet me at the bowling alley in East Providence, Rhode Island." Okay, EP Lanes or whatever. And Chuck said, "Absolutely." And I'm one of my favorite al- authors, by the way. Yes, EP Lanes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. wrote the sequel to Charlotte's <laughs> Web. Yeah. Uh, and and I said, "I'll be a great friend. I'll Charlotte's go along website. with." <laughs> I gotta go. So, this is dumb. His little brother is in Weathered Step, actually. Yeah, he's the lead singer. <laughs> I'm a good friend. I'm supporting Chuck. I'm going with him to this bowling alley. Yeah. And we walk in, and we're looking around for Chuck's friend. And there, you know, the first 10 lanes, all the way off to the left, 
people in mascot outfits. And I'm like, huh, that's crazy. Wouldn't it be weird? And I look over and Chuck's like waving and high-fiving people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm sex positive, by the way. I okay. is that how the doctor said it? Yeah, I was just gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am confused. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And, uh, and sex our, confused. Yes. Yeah. And our, our, our pal uh, that Chuck was selling the tickets to was like, "Hey, you look so uncomfortable." I'm like, "I kind of am. I didn't know what I was walking into. I didn't realize what this was." And she's like, "We're furries." And I'm like, "Cool." And their whole thing was like, "Let's go bowling." Yes. Yeah. What but, the hold on. fuck? But I, so I didn't pick him up until the next day. <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry like the idea of being like you know what this is who we are fine whatever you are who you are yes but the idea of being like this is who I am I'm a furry yeah and you know what I'm sick of hiding I want to go bowling um I think you know what I mean yeah I I, I gotta be honest who is, also who's just in general being like mm, gotta go bowling this guy. I think that people. Yeah, I bowl, can see Bowling's that, a thing. Yeah, he's a guy. He's a bowling guy. I'm a kegler. I like to call. Well, myself. he's he's doing like <laughs> this guy. Kegler. I did not. I did not stay overnight with the furries. I just want to be clear on that. Was the offer there? Uh, it was. I think it was implied. Our our friend that Chuck was selling the tickets to just had a, a glow in the dark. Not a glow in the dark. Like a, a, a collar on a multicolor, like kind of a rave esque collar. Like one I found in your uh, glove box when you got pulled over. Yes, oh, that was that was for fancy all... events. That was had a bow tie on it. Yes. Oh yeah, oh, that's almost fair. exactly the same. And uh, it's it's weird because like it was just new to me, mm -hmm. and I you know Chuck of course thinks it's hilarious whenever I'm uncomfortable, as we've established. And I I don't know it it you know we walked out and I'm like oh I saw uh, you know one of the costumes in the parking lot. You know, somebody standing outside having smoke or whatever in their costume. And I didn't know what was going on. And then I went yeah. inside and got more confused. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I do like the idea of the furries getting together and, and yep. saying, we're furries. We want to be out in public doing our thing. We want to be proud about our thing and hang out with a fellow furries, right? Right. And I feel like there's a moment where they get together. They've made the plan. The group text happens. The WhatsApp gets blows up. And they all meet in a parking lot. They all meet in like a Wendy's parking lot one of course, day. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we did it. And they're all thrilled and happy and smiling, uh, you know, on, inside the, the head. And, uh, and then there's a lull for a second. And then one of them goes, what do you guys want to do? Right? Like, yeah. what are we going to bowling do? And somebody's like, bowling? Okay. Yeah. Right? Because also, wait, if you're a furry, how are you bowling? Do you have to take the hand off? I think there's there's uh I think you're allowed to to take part in the costume in whatever way you want. It could just be a tail. I think it's open. That's true. That's tr and you know what? There there's it could just be a head. Could be just a, a maybe one suit spread between five people. I would love that. Like Voltron. Like a human centipede. Yeah, sure. Well, all right. Well, we went in different directions Wait. with our references there. <laughs> I want to be the head. <laughs> I'm just putting this out there. I want to be the head. Either way. Dibs on the head. Dibs on the head. Whether it's Voltron or the human and centipede. And I have bad news for you. It's all bowling alley food. <laughs> Hope you guys like old hot dogs. I mean, first of all, I love old hot dogs. We tried to get in the human centipede, but everyone's feet were slipping with yeah. those bowling shoes. That was our that was our worst Halloween. 
Yeah. Is when we tried to be the human centipede. We got second in the costume contest. Second, and it was so humiliating. Uh, Actually, no, the, uh, you got second because you were in the middle. Yes. And they only gave it to you. Yep. We didn't get first or third or yeah. even second. It was so frustrating. Ready? Uh, we're going to need the Uber X, I guess. <laughs> He pulls up and looks over. He's like, <laughs> every Halloween. Go through the trunk. It's faster. Yeah. Through the trunk. Yeah. Puts the seats down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, man. I told you we should have used Velcro. <laughs> we did do pretty well bowling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did do pretty game. well. High game of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was pretty wonderful. <laughs> poor poor <Jesus>. Voltron. <laughs> No, they were. I mean, I think that that's one of the things of the furry community. I don't know that much about it, but they, for a lot of people, it's non-sexual. I yeah, think. yeah, of course. Wait, no, no. again, I didn't know that going in. Where I'm like, yeah. oh, is that true? Yeah, I, I had no so you idea. Thought it was only sexual at the bowling. I thought alley? it was only sexual. That's why I was so confused to see furries at the bowling alley. Yeah, I mean, you got to do something after you have sex, right? Well, if it's and non-sexual, furries, you don't even think about it. No, I'm just yeah. saying if it were, yeah. right? okay, if it sure. were right. a sexual thing, right? You can't just have sex all day. Right. You can't just be like, let's get together and wear our costumes and fuck. Yeah. You know, okay. I think you have to get to a point where you're like, I mean, this was expensive. You yeah. need, you, let's go do something with this costume. You need something that riles you up again. Right. So bowling. Bowling. <laughs> the sound. The <laughs> smell. <laughs> oh. Someone's yeah. like Ooh, spraying the, the thing the in the f- air freshener in the in they're, the shoe. Mm. They're really at the bowling alley. It's, it's a heist. They're gonna get the air freshener <laughs> for, for their, their costumes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the idea of somebody taking off big foam feet to wear <clears throat> bowling alley shoes. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Quick question: Bowling alley. Yep. Uh, this has happened to me every single time I've ever gone bowling. When I put those shoes on, there is a moment that I go, I want to steal these shoes. Yeah. I want to steal yeah. these shoes and keep them. And I'll look at my sneakers and I'll be like, what if I just leave the sneakers and I walk out with the shoes? <laughs> right? Like, I think is I that weird? Felt, I have felt like that, but not since I was a young man. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't gone bowling for a long time. That's true. But I, there is a part of me, anytime I put on a bowling shoe where I'm just like, I want these shoes. I'm going to take them. I think it would be funny. They're slippery. And I want them. Yeah. It's slipping around town. Yeah. I could I could glue a a, a vibram sole on it a non slip oh, vibram just, vibram sole. So the footprints you're leaving are just you yeah. know the, the five toes. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It'll be great. I uh I this will not have surprise you, you. Have you ever wanted to steal a shoe? This will not surprise you. I am a stickler mm-hmm. for bowling etiquette, okay. including where you're wearing the shoes in the building. What does that mean? Who's bowling at what time? Wait, what do you mean about where you're wearing the shoes in the building? What does uh, that mean? Like you're, you're, you're like don't he go only by wears the them doors. In the pit. He yep. only wears them when he goes down the two steps into the alley you, part you, of it. You don't want a chance of the soles getting wet. Yeah. Or what if you step on something? There's a little little pebble or something. You're gonna scratch up that floor. So you, when you're like, oh, I'm gonna go grab uh, a water. You, you yeah. take off your no, shoes. I'm gonna no, go get I'll, an old I'll, hot dog. I'll, I'll keep my shoes on to get the old hot dog, but I'm not gonna go near entrances and exits because I don't want the shoes to get worn and torn. So what you're saying I, I, is yeah. you're a bummer yes, to go bowling. That's the word well, we're looking for. I've been thinking about this recently, and I'm nervous that your neuroses will eat you alive. Uh, they're mostly done. I yeah. just think about, sometimes I have to be careful with the sentences I say around Brad. That's correct. Because he takes things 
so literally as yes, no, this, this, and everything is like set in stone. Yeah. That I have to be careful with what I say around you sometimes. Yes. If I'm like, oh yeah, yeah hand, handle with care, kick like, gloves. I remember one time I asked him. I said, if I said to you, hey, why don't you come over tomorrow night? We'll watch Family Guy or something. Yeah. I'm like, if I say that to me, that sounds very like whatever. We'll do something. I'm like, if we don't watch Family Guy, will you be like, hey, we were supposed to watch Family Guy? He's like, absolutely. Yep. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I also think it's weird to invite somebody over to watch Family Guy. Well, it's a special like, episode, so <clears throat> it oh. was a road to road. It was a yeah. it was a road to wherever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. No, I mean like it was be- the one where they referenced Thayer Street and Meeting Street intersecting. Yeah. I just, and I we're like, like the, we know where that is. I just, I like the idea of of twenty twenty three somebody being like, guys. <laughs> It's a, it's a new Family Guy tonight. What are aren't we all getting together watching Family Guy? Get I'm getting a donut cake. Yeah, come on. Don't get me started on how underappreciated Family Guy is. Listen, all I'm saying, <laughs> again, I'm just trying to make a fucking joke it's about so, a show so, that is kind of played out and the idea of somebody being so into it that yes. they like the finale of Game of Thrones level of excitement. <laughs> but just, just for a regular Because these are episode. comedic conceits, Chuck. They're, the idea is they are comedically exaggerated concepts. So the idea, so basically Brad lives like a mile from my house. Yes. So yeah. it's like we'll, you know, we'll get we'll get together unlike, let's say, me and Ray. Me and Ray would have to like be like, we're going to go watch a movie yeah, to yeah. do something. Yeah. Brad will come over at 8 o'clock and hang out until 11.30 on a Thursday. And we and you're right when you say a movie. We never know what movie it is. No. Yeah. We don't know. No, I love that. You have a, you have a tote tub yes. <laughs> of, of DVDs. Make, yes. Make sure it's the red tote because yeah. if it's the blue uh, the tote. The blue tote. No, is... there's some, there, hold on. There's some HD DVDs in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you just... Just shake it up and then stick your hand in and pull one out. And then that's the movie we watch. The Born you, you, Supremacy. You, yeah. yeah. You know the movie. It's so many of them are Born Supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were on clearance. You know the movie Eight Millimeter. Well, Chuck has the Eight Millimeter yeah. from Eight Millimeter. <laughs> I paid to get the Eight Millimeter from Eight Millimeter made. <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, that, that was a tongue twister. Yeah, it was. That was um, good. Thank you. you. Did really, really well. No, but, but what I mean is like, be, we'll just hang out. Yeah. So it could be we play video games, we watch yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. we watch TV. So. But if I just throw out a random thing, maybe we'll do this. He's like in his head. He's like writing it down, circling it, putting it on his he calendar. Has his leather bound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diary. He's putting it in the third tablet that Moses held at the fucking parting of the Red Seas. Um, <laughs> Those are different events. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but he is, yeah. Rules like crazy. Yeah. Today, I, today we were driving, and I knew he, I had to take a, I had to merge into the left lane, and Brad was behind me. And I was like, let me like I need Brad needs to know. I, I gotta I gotta give him something. And so I did the thing where I rolled out my window and put my arm out, like with like oh, the yeah, old yeah. school yeah. type of thing. And he appreciated it. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Well, I, think I, that's I, I was I was like, oh, he's gonna flip me off. Nope. Left turn signal to merge left. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a gave, positive And he has a little book in his car and it has like Ray, Chuck, everybody knows, and he gives me a gold star that day. <laughs> so he's not mad at me that yeah. day. Well, and I heard a rumor that you have to get a certain amount of gold stars, otherwise <laughs> yes. Your fair game when it happens. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to end up on that eight millimeter from eight millimeter. Oh, that is actually, fair. can I give a real situation? Oh boy! So we were at my house today, uh-huh. and we were like, "All right, we're going to go to uh, to the comedy connection." And I was like, "Maybe Brad forgot that I have to drive to New York afterwards because Brad walked to my house." And so I said, "You know, I'm going to New York from the comedy connection." And Brad was like, "Oh, because you were going to come with me. <clears throat> you were going to come with me here." No, I was planning on getting oh, you a were. ride to my house. Yeah. 
It oh, okay. Was, yeah. So you did you always expect a ride? I always hoped for a ride. Okay, and that's I I brought it up to leave enough time that I could walk back to my house and and drive here. Okay, uh-huh. so so we went to, to leave, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring you home first. And I went to Dunkin' Donuts to get a coffee. Now, usually I go to Starbucks when I go to the Comedy Connection from my house, but because I had to go in the other direction to Brad's, I went to Dunkin' Donuts, and it was taking forever, it like really was. like 15 minutes it in the drive-through, very to get the coffee. And I was like, I knew in Brad's head, he was like. <clears throat> We're gonna be late. It's Chuck's fault because he had to get a coffee. I, oh, I did not think of that. Oh, I, really? I, I thought I, you know, I thought it was Dunkin' Donuts' fault. Oh, yeah. Uh, I at no point did I blame you for this. Oh, really? Yeah, I knew a coffee was on your pre-podcast agenda, <laughs> and it was more. Why are we running late? Uh, and I felt bad because Ray yeah, Ray know. was already here, and uh, then Chuck's like, Ah, Ray gave me an I can be late coupon yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember that? No, I remember you texting back. Like, <laughs> I get a coupon, and then I didn't respond to that text. Yeah, well, Chuck gets mad when he makes a joke and I don't respond. I do. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, we got to we got to train him out of this. I'm really starting to realize that at that bowling alley, yep. that group of furries looked over at the two of you and went, "They're so immature, yeah. right? <laughs> so I, childish." I, I had no idea that there was a non-sexual component to this furriness, and yeah. so I was, I was put off and then it was explained to me like no we're just hanging out we like we like to dress up yeah. and uh you know maybe go bowling or laser tag or fishing or what have you yeah <laughs> breaking bottles behind the community <laughs> yes. yeah. and uh and i was like oh i'm okay with this and you know as i have gotten older and met more people who are furries uh or into different you know subcultures that i'm not a part of yeah. i've become more accepting but at the of time course. i was taken aback well, here's the problem. Like they're hanging out in these places that, uh, you know, traditionally have a yes. a level of CD value to them, right? Yep. Like this, uh, like a bowling alley. Right. You know, you you get mm. an image in your head of a certain thing uh, as an adult. Alley, I think, brings that in. The word yeah, alley. sure. And also, yeah. like bowling alleys in movies and television. Like, mm. yes, there's general generic fun as if it were an arcade or something right. like that. But there is also that idea in like a lot of movies where like the shit's going down in the parking lot of the bowling alley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think the the furries, you know, for a more positive campaign to get out there. And educate folks like like the Brads of the, the world, the, the sheltered folks that don't like know, Brad, yeah. that's that that just assume the furries are you know furry fucking right, right, bumping furries, mm, no, nope. rubbing their tails together. We're getting closer. Uh, uh, I think they should go out and do other activities. I think. There should be outdoorsy furries because we haven't seen it. We haven't seen an outdoorsy furry. Like you're we've only a, seen indoor well, well, activities. Well, well, here's what happens. We've only listed indoor activities: you're dr- bowling alleys, laser tags, and the whatnot. You're dressed up as a wolf. You go out in the woods. Bang! You can wear orange. Mm, that's just a wolf. I've also orange. never seen like a five foot ten. <laughs> Uh, wolf with blue hair, <laughs> right? And it's like, oh, this oh, is a crazy this, one. this one's going down. <laughs> yeah. This is that a head, legendary. That hat's gonna look great on my <laughs> Dan Wall. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely shooting that. I'm gonna skin it and I'm gonna wear the fur that is a Yu-Gi-Oh shirt. <laughs> All right, right? Like, that's the, I think the furries need to get out into the community more, right? I want to see her furries hiking. I really want to see furries rock climb. Are you kidding me? That's tough. Free it's, it's, solo. It's tough. These big, these big, these big costumes are hard to get <laughs> these around. Big costumes. <laughs> these are big costumes. These are harder to get around. Mario's coming out this week. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> 
How are you gripping rocks to pull that's yourself I mean. up that's with these I mean. big costumes? You can take off the, you know, if you can right. take your fucking paws off to go bowl. bowling, yeah, I guess. you can take your paws off to climb uh, El Capitan, all right? That's what I'm saying. Go I, free solo. You get a, uh, Do you know the documentary Free Solo? Yes. What if he was a furry? You telling me, okay, you're, you're on whatever streaming movie site. You're looking I, I at documentaries. I think it's Disney Plus. Okay, this is a Disney Plus thing, I think right? So. We see Free Solo, regular guy. Wow, he's climbing those very difficult rocks with no rope. Mm-hmm. He's definitely okay in the cabeza, right? Yes. <laughs> but then next to that, you see another one. It's identical. Right. Everything's the same. It even says, this is just like Free Solo, but the guy is a furry. Fur Solo. Which one do you think you click on? Oh, That's yeah. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I'd like to see more furries in the wild. I want to see a NASCAR driver come out as a furry. And I want them to, to be like, this is who I am. And they come out with the full jumpsuit. You can barely tell, except the, the helmet is very elaborate. Yes. The helmet is very elaborate. It's, it's, it would add a lot of whimsy to the world, right? Hell yeah. I think it would be very... Why can't the furry be the hunter? The hunter becomes the hunted. Or the hunted becomes the hunter. I don't, I'm not sure which... <laughs> But I think both. Either way, they're pouring, you know, deer urine on themselves. Yes. Right? <laughs> I want to go for a hike, look up in a tree, and see like the pink panther, yeah, sitting in a tree stand, waiting, and just and just go shh, right? <laughs> yeah. Dun, 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 like, oh, look at that! Dun, 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 look at the look at the it's furry up in the tree. Yeah. yeah, look at the furry in the tree. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? No, I, I agree. What other activities do we think uh, furries can do? That are more, more I, out I, there I think and the sky in the is the, if, if you want to skydive, sky's the limit. You want to skydive. Oh, are you kidding me? As a furry, you, you better know. secure that head. Oh, yeah. You got to secure that you head. You got to secure all of it. Do furries ever go to amusement parks where there are other professional being paid for it furry people? Uh, almost That's, certainly. Yeah, they do. I'm yeah. sure they like do. A, like, a, would a furry be at Six Flags getting a picture with Bugs Bunny? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That is, that is an interesting because you're kind of like, Turning it into like a hey, we're the same, and the, and the guy's like whoa, 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 right? I like that idea. Yeah, I like yeah, getting yeah, the yeah. picture, and the and the furry's just like, you know, I basically do the same <laughs> thing. And that guy's like, know, it'd be so funny to see huh. eight of the furries like and like like you know all having fun. Yeah. Then there's the Bugs Bunny one like this, <laughs> <laughs> shaking its head. No, have you ever gone to Six Flags? Oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I went when I was a kid, and all I remember really is uh, I was young enough to be excited about it. I had a classic 90s Looney Tunes shirt on. Oh. And by 90s, I mean, remember in the 90s when Looney Tunes, it was super cool to be like, look, it's Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, but they're dressed with backwards clothes yeah, on? Yeah, crisscross. Yeah, because yeah, they're crisscross, but it's it's Bugs Looney Tunes, yeah. right? I had that. I had one with Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil. I had one. It was the Tasmanian Devil. And I had a he was, bootleg hair Jordan shirt. See, this is what I bootleg. mean. There was, yeah, there was this period where we were like, what if the Looney Tunes did a little bit of cultural appropriation and got all hip hop, <laughs> right? And we were all excited <laughs> yeah. about it. And I remember I had the big oversized white uh, uh, T-shirt <laughs> with the Tasmanian on it. And uh, it was it was oversized even for me. Fat little puberty boy. Yeah, that's what it said on the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fat little puberty. Why boy. did they put this on? The- <laughs> I had it. I made it. Yes. I ironed the letters on. It. I had so much room. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh- <laughs> tongue out. Yeah. Why is the tongue out such a I'm working yeah. thing? <laughs> 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 Iron in these letters. 
I wonder what these letters taste like. <laughs> but uh, oh, I got a picture. I should have done P H A T. No, it hadn't been invented yet. Oh. Right, right. P H A T hadn't been invented. Right. Uh, and so I, I remember being there, and it was my mom and my grandmother that like took me there, and. I remember my grandmother getting a picture with Sylvester. Okay. And Sylvester was like a little much. Mm-hmm. Even as a kid, I was like, Sylvester's like very excited to take this photograph with my grandma. Right. Yeah. And it's been a running joke in my family since then oh. that Sylvester was a little too friendly oh, to my grandmother. That's really funny. I don't know what was going on. I, I, I don't I'm know. I'm guessing I know who was in that suit. Yeah. <laughs> I like them old. <laughs> I love, oh, I love a grandma. You know oh, I mean? it suffers. Oh. Succotash. My favorite kind of grandmother? I don't even care what she looks like, but as long as she's the grandmother of a fat little puberty boy. Oh. She sees your shirt. Oh, a double rainbow. <laughs> He's my unicorn. <laughs> But yeah, for some reason, Sylvester was just a little handsy with my grandma. That's very strange. It is very strange. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, right? I, I, think, I think the that's whole a concept, really thing. the whole concept of like those mascots, are weird to me at at theme parks. Right. I didn't realize we were going to get here, but we're, here we are. Here we are. Uh, the theme park, I, Six Flags ones. I've only ever gone to Six Flags. I've never okay. been to Disneyland or World. Okay. Uh, it wasn't in the cards financially for for my childhood, um, and so going to Six Flags, it was weird where it was just like, these are not, it's not Bugs Bunny. Right. 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 Like I, at that time I had watched enough Looney Tunes where I'm like, I know the idea of how tall Bugs oh, Bunny yeah, is. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I do. And, and like, uh, so that was weird. So it was just like, yeah, th- those are clearly characters that are just like, they're mascots. They're right. People in costumes. Maybe I was old enough to know. Right. Disney I, World seems like it's more. We try and make you feel like it's the thing. Right? I think that something like Snow White and Cinderella are yeah. more convincing because they're humans, sure, that are dressed up. Yeah. But I always wondered this when I was a little kid in terms of like the Mickey Mouse head, where I'm like, I'm not supposed to think that's Fantasia, like the, you know what I mean? I can't. Yeah. This isn't the same thing. I don't oh no, think. no, Mickey Mouse was in Fantasia. I know, but I'm just saying, Fantasia like, is Fantasia is a fantastic name for like a stripper. Uh, Ooh. Fantasia, Fantasia? Was, a, was an American Idol contestant a long time ago named Fantasia. Still could be a stripper. Yeah, I have no idea what, what uh, Fantasia's up to. But yeah, I agree. Fantasia. I, I, I always thought it was weird. I'm like, I don't know what this is supposed to be. <laughs> right? Like, you know how like Santa, it's supposed to be his helpers? Or Fantasia. In, in, <laughs> in each mall, it's yes. like his helpers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, I was like, I know this isn't Mickey. This isn't the guy. This is Mickey's helper. This is Mickey's helper? Yeah. I don't know. And then Mickey pulls out... <laughs> A bottle of booze. He's like, this is Mickey's helper. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta deal with all these fucking kids all day. (laughs) Oh, no, he's back. Oh, no. Uh, Mickey, what does the back of that kid's shirt say? Oh, it says fat little puberty boy. (laughs) And uh, I could clock that. He didn't even need to turn around. (laughs) I knew that right away. Uh, Look at his little tits. He doesn't know what to do with them. Oh, God, I hate these kids. And I'll tell you which demographic group of children are the worst. No, (laughs) no, 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 please. Don't. don't do it. Please don't. Don't do it. It's not who you think it is. Well, I... I, I yeah. <laughs> All right, tell it's me. It's the ones yes. in the wheelchairs. They're the worst ones because I, I never know what to do with my hands. I think now that we're on Voices <laughs> would be a great time to close this Tara Strong episode. <laughs> but what do you think, though? Like, uh, yeah. Have you been to Disney World or Disneyland? Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, but I, I went as an adult for the first time. Okay, so, see, I think yeah. it's different when you're an adult. I think for kids, they can just be like, it's the... Th- the person and yeah. they i think kid logic is like if you sat down and talked to them 
they would say, no, I know that's not the person. Right. But, you know, in the moment, they're like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They just accept it. They're I into think, it. I think, I think that that's great. Sense. As an, I, Maybe I don't understand a Disney adult Disney people. Like oh, I don't get gosh. adult Disney Great people. food. Fun I, rides, I good know shows. people that go to Disney World like a lot, yeah. and I'm just like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I, I, I yes. what are you doing? Have your fun. Yeah, yeah, but what are you doing? Hmm. They're having fun. I know, no, I know people that they, it's like their life. Yeah, like, uh, like, like how you love how you love Disney seeing tattoos Chuck, and stuff. How you love seeing Chuck have fun? It's like that. Yeah, gross. You mean <laughs> gross and unsettling, and I don't want it near me. I get it. <laughs> No, I want you to have fun. Yeah, you do see. I, I, I think you would be a, a an adult Disney person if it was close enough. You mean like, uh, like what does that mean though? No, adult Disney people are people that like they see, they make a big deal about going on these trips to Disney. Like, I think there's a lot of adult Disney people who are like Mickey Mouse watch, like Tigger shirt on like a random day when they have a tie. It's a weird Mickey tie. I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of people like that. Yeah. And I think that that's what I think of when I think adult Disney people. Yeah. But they and they also go to Disney World. Yeah. But I think that's different than the adult who like goes to Disney World once in a while, like with their wife or their girlfriend or their boyfriend or whatever, and just like has a great time. I think childless adults that are like going to Disney like once uh, or twice a year. Yeah. And it's like their thing. Yeah. To me, it just seems weird. I used to go once a year for like around Christmas or Halloween with mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend. And Brad came one time too with a bunch of us, like a ton of us went. And we had a ton of fun. It was great. It was awesome. Okay. Now I'm starting to realize though why this conversation isn't working. Package deal. Because I'm I'm kind of... Well, you're talking about a thing you never did, right? Well, here's the, here's here's what's happening. I'm at the bowling alley. I see a group of furries. I elbow the guy next to me going... Oh, look at all those furries over there doing bowling. That's kind of weird, right? And then I turn over, and that's a full-blown furry next to me. <laughs> that's what's happening. I'm saying adult Disney people are weird to two adult Disney people. See this? So he went once, like I've eight been years once. ago. So yeah. he's a yeah. he's an adult Disney guy. Yeah. I mean, I you know, yeah. I, if if the that's shoe his fits. Westworld. <laughs> he goes there, and he's like, I can do anything, anything. <laughs> he's dragging Mickey into the barn. <laughs> These violent delights. <laughs> that that's the angle. There you go. <laughs> I, it's 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 uh I, I I seriously, I have trouble with people who make an outside thing their personality. Yeah, that's the that's thing. The yeah, thing. that's so what th- that's what it is to me yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, so that's that. Well, that's what I'm saying is you can't take someone who's like, yeah, yeah, on Halloween we go to Orlando for Disney or something and be like, now that's your personality. I'd be like, what do you mean? In what way? Because no, no, no. I mean the people that are that. Yeah, that's, that's what that's, I was that's, talking. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Tigger yeah, yeah. shirts and the stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That I yeah. think is bizarre. For sure, I think it's I think it's weird for anything where it's like, oh, this external thing, like you said, yeah. that's my personality now. And I think with Disney, it's so huge, it's so ubiquitous, right? And it it is such a clear like it's a company thing to be like I am a hundred percent that. It's like the people that were like uh, their personality was Apple. Yeah. This is you this know? is yeah. this is one of the things I've thought about a lot because Disney, it's really interesting because Disney for a long time to me represented the highest quality version of like animated technology mm-hmm. and animated achievements and bringing like you know Lion King like being up for like Oscars or whatever but in the past 25 years 
it has gone from being like just that, or mm-hmm. that's the main mm-hmm. thing it represents, to being essentially like the empire yeah. of pop culture. For sure. Yeah. Right? Yes. Starting yeah. with the acquisition of Lucasfilms yeah. and all the Star Wars stuff, and then eventually Marvel and all this stuff. And now it's all together, and there is like a sinister side to the way that yeah, it yeah. rotates, you which know is weird. I'm going to say it. Uh, and and I I can't believe we're here. I, I gotta say this. <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna uh, all the powers that be are gonna come down hard on yeah. me and this podcast for yeah. saying this. Well, yeah, Guild I'm my probably the first person in the entire world to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mickey is Darth Vader. <laughs> well, no, oh. no. So, <laughs> what do you think of that? It's mm-hmm. tough. It's tough though. It's it is tough. You know, devil's advocate. It's like. I think who frame Roger You're defending Ray- the Empire now. I'm like, well, I just think like <laughs> I, I mean they work hard. <laughs> they listen. It's, this is I think that this is one of the fundamental differences between me and you. Yeah. Is a lot of these things I just feel so much for uh Robert Zemeckis and John Favreau doing the first Iron Man mm-hmm. and all these different individual things yeah. that make up this big thing that is questionable. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. But along the way, it's so tough for me to like look at like this is bad in terms of the art of it. But mm-hmm. then overall, I do get the idea. Like when I read these new articles that I agree with, of like, yeah, yeah, like any sort of film projects that are under one hundred and twenty-five million dollars are essentially like going away. Yeah. Or there's like a super low percentage of them being made. Yeah. And it's because of this blockbuster culture. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. I know that that's true. Sure. But then I'm like, you know, like Inside Out or Inside, what's it with the Pixar one? Well, in, there was a Pixar Inside Out. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. it's incredibly good. It's so well done. Sure, yeah, so yeah, well yeah. made. So it's yeah. like, I have this internal conflict about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Even Endgame. I mean, Endgame is the perfect example of if you don't like this blockbuster culture, how do you support this thing, which is the epitome of it? But is also excellently made mm-hmm. and super well made. And sure, I think yeah. there's two sides of it. It's all gray area, baby. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult to separate the things. Yeah. You know? I'm with you. I wish I could do a Mickey voice to say, no, I am your father. But no, 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 I am your father. That's not bad. You did a That's voice. Fine. See, ah, by the end of the voice. by the end of the episode, wow. you did a voice. Yeah. We got him. Entrapment. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Huh? Disney's coming down hard on you. Oh, yeah, I will. Say, I got the okay. I will to say, do the voice to entrap you. This, Darn, this no, our, I should have seen that coming. Yeah, this is our third we're episode. Severely litigate this bastard. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna fucking own you, pal. You're gonna be working for the mouse for the rest of your life. I need job security. We've done three episodes where we had a bunch of voice actors on, and like yeah. a lot of top voice actors yes. in the voice industry. Yeah. And every episode, I think we've said super inflammatory things. <laughs> Like super. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We gotta play we gotta play a little bit of the, the razor's edge. You know yes. what I mean? We gotta do that. Well, yeah, we, it's yeah. important. It's important to, to embrace what we like of the thing, but also point out, you know, the larger machine eats people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Soylent green. Yeah. Yeah. Soylent green. Marvel movies are people. <laughs> Marvel movies are people. Oh, God, they oh. did it. The bastards did it. Now I'm ready to close the episode. You got to feed the machine, Brad. Folks, if you have... Eat your roach brick. <laughs> questions. Have your protein bar. Comments, concerns, or otherwise, send us an email, funbearablepod at gmail.com, or find us on social media at funbearablepod. 
Uh, thank you so much uh, to Tara Strong for uh, for doing the panel at Rhode Island Comic Con 2022. Thank you so much to Altered Reality for uh, letting Chuck and I moderate panels and uh, and film them. Uh, for Ray Harrington and Chuck Staten, I'm Brad Rohr saying thank you all so much for being a part of this, and we're sorry for being fun bearable. <laughs>